Alright folks, today I'm gonna try to get this over with because I am really done with just the same fucking bullshit they will repeat non-stop because they don't want you to know what's actually going on. Alright, so this one is to all quotation marks, black people, okay? Check this out. I tried to find the origin for the N-word, okay? I listened to all kinds of people everywhere, blah, blah, blah. I listened to one black man, black professor from Harvard, okay? From fucking Harvard. And even he said, Oh, I don't know where it actually started. I, blah, blah, blah. I, okay? Okay, so... I tried to look everywhere, and then I found it, alright? Then I found it reading, I think it was one of uh, John G. Jackson, Professor John G. Jackson's books. Uh, one of his books, I think, okay? <clears throat> it comes from the word N-E-G-U-S. Niggas. From Ethiopia. What does it mean in the Ethiopian language? Nigus. Here, I'll even fucking play it. You don't believe me? I'll play the fucking... Nigus. 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 Okay? What does it mean? A ruler or the supreme ruler of Ethiopia. Nigus. Okay? Now, let me go to this article I found <clears throat> by Dedrick C. on LinkedIn. Okay, niggas, the N-word, and, okay, I'll, I'll put a link to it. The true origin and translations. The origin of the word N, okay? The word N is derived from the word niggas is a royal title for Ethiopian and African kings. As well as as well all know, once we became enslaved, niggas changed to N I G G E R S. The change of the E was to an I to represent the decapitation of a black man's head, because once you were enslaved technically you were dead. The white man enslavers owned enslaved people's heads in two different ways. One being they owned enslaved people, so they owned them. Diet, your diet is more than what you eat, so everything enslaved people consumed was given to them by the white man. In simpler terms, they controlled them mentally. Secondly, if they wanted any enslaved person's head, they could get it through physical force such as torture and senseless killings. Niggas soon changed to N-I-G-G-E-R-S. Translation and meaning through language. During slavery and long after it was over, black people being classified as the N-word stuck. And it was the simplest way to describe my people or us and still remind us who still remind us who our master, who's our master. And the N-word basically meant dumb, ignorant, uneducated, poor, animalistic, and dangerous. With that classification, 
our actions, ta <clears throat> talents, the way of life amplified the meaning and translation of the word throughout its history due to how we were viewed as people. Blacks use the word as a term of endearment. Since black people have heard the term from niggas to n-i-g-g-e-r-s to cope with the word and what it meant, black people used it jokingly by saying nigga. Yes, it derives from the n-word, but whites must understand that it doesn't mean anything negative or implies stereotypes. It's almost like saying brother, friend, amigo, buddy, potna or used to reference a group a group of blacks yet whites still seem to hate us for using a term given to us in a plentitude of ways in addition black people get so livid over being called a nigga or the n-word because it belittles and undermines who we are furthermore it also shows how white people still seem to view us as a whole in, in conclusion, learning and understanding the history, transition, and use of anything better helps us understand everything else. Alright, that's that one. Let me read this one. This is from the fucking Smithsonian Library Catalog. Okay. This is uh, the original Black Jews, author Rudolf R. Windsor, written in 1935. The original Black Jews... The author discusses the origins of the Hamites and Shemites, or Semites. All these motherfuckers that keep saying, Oh, that's anti-Semite, that's anti-Semite. Did you know? Ethiopia is part of that group of people, Semites. They keep saying anti-Semites, saying, No, this is against the white Jews. No, go look up the word Semite and see who all belong to that group. It's Jews and Arabs. A number of any people who speak or spoke a Semitic language, including in particular the Jews and Arabs. Where does this word Semite come from? It comes from Shem. Noah, son of Noah in the Bible, Shem. That's where it comes from. Semite. Shemite. Jews and Arabs. And you have all these motherfucking Zionists Jews, white European Zionist Jews saying the Palestinian Arabs are <laughs> fucking, they will, this is what I said, they are cowbirds. They are pretending they'll appropriate everything and take it over and then call themselves the victims. Anyways, let me read this shit. The author discusses the origins of the Hamites and Shemites or Semites. He, st he states that the original Israelites were of the black race and that the biblical Abraham or Abram was a black Shemite, a descendant of Shem. Well, if now we go to Jordan Maxwell, he said Abraham was a Brahmin. In the Bible, which has all the books that have not been taken out, India and Ethiopia are always mentioned as one like i said india and ethiopia were always mentioned as one abraham was the father of both the hebrew israelite and arab nations do you hear that 
Abraham was the father of both the Hebrew Israelite and Arab nations. If Abraham was a Brahmin, okay, India is involved. The black Shemites intermarried with black Hamite Egyptian women, giving rise to the Arab nation. <clears throat> the author also states that Arabia was originally inhabited by the Ethiopians, also known as Kushites, prior to the progenitors of the Arabs. Many of today's Arabs are not black due to the introduction of white slavery. Did you even know that? I mean, I had mentioned all this stuff. In my previous podcast, which they shut down because, you know, nobody likes the truth. The, the ruling class don't like the truth. White slavery. Many of today's Arabs are not black due to the introduction of white slavery. So apparently the word angel. Okay, so back in the day, Venice in Italy used to be a slave market. The Pope on his pimp mobile, Pope mobile carried by his slaves would go to the market every morning. I don't know every morning or not, I'm just saying. He would go to the Venice market and buy slaves. And one day he saw this young boy, blue hair, uh, sorry, not blue hair, <laughs> blue-eyed, blonde hair, young boy, white, pale boy. And he asked and he asked the slave masters, who is this, where, where does it come from? And he said, these are Anglos. Anglo-Saxons, Anglos, and the Pope went. No, no, we were not. We're not going to call them Anglos. We're going to call. We're going to call them angels. So Los Angeles, the city of angels, basically just means the city of Anglos. White slavery. They don't want you to know that part. Okay, now check this out. The story of King Solomon of Jerusalem and the Queen of Sheba, known as Makeda by the Ethiopians points to the origins of the present black Jews of Ethiopia, known as the Falashas. I shared a video on old world maps pointing to where all the countries and geographic locations were called Sheba. India was in there too. Is, there, is that where Shiva comes from? Remember Yuji Krishnamurti said all these Indian gods that are painted blue were originally originally black why is Kali still black huh this is why I, this is why I would keep saying Shiva modern-day portrayal is fucking little Wayne <laughs> Shiva little Wayne is fucking Shiva okay anyways it's just a modern modern-day representation okay the Falashas claim descent from the child of King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba, Menelik I. The queen, so <clears throat> the queen returned to Sheba, which was part of the Ethiopian Empire, with Menelik I. Later, Menelik was sent to his father in Jerusalem to be educated, where he accepted the name David. King David of Israel that is in the Bible was the son of King Solomon and Queen of Sheba. Menelik I of the Ethiopian Empire was called David. King David was motherfucking black. 
The Jews who returned to Ethiopia with Menelik I are claimed to be the ancestors of the Falashas. The Ethiopian em emperor Haile Selassie was also believed to be a descendant of Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. He also describes the origins of Christianity and Islam, which are the offspring of Judaism. The author refers to Christianity and Islam as the two daughters of Judaism. Anyways, now I want to get to, back again to, The Invention of the White Race by Theodore W. Allen. Let me read um, the little note about, okay. Long heralded as a classic study of the origin of white privilege from the activist who first coined the term, Theodore W. Allen's work remains an indispensable resource for making sense of our conflicted present, a reference point for everyone from Roxanne Dunbar-Ortiz and Nell Irvin Painter to Rennie Edo Lodge and Annabel Quijano. When the first Africans arrived in Virginia in 1619, there were no white people there. Nor, according to colonial records, would there be for another 60 years. In this seminal work, available for the first time here in a single volume, Allen tells how America's ruling classes created the category of the white race as a means of social control. All this shit they're pointing to India right now about the caste system? Well, my friend. <laughs> well, the white class is a caste system. How the fuck did Europeans come to America and all of a sudden become white? The Irish weren't even included in this white caste system in the beginning. I mean, it's just, just do your homework, man. Just, there is no white race. Like I keep saying, race and religion is man-made to divide and conquer by the ruling classes. Like, we are still, it's 2023 and we're still fucking fighting over this dumb shit that they have brainwashed us with to fight over. Because, why? Because they don't want us to be working together to fight them, which is the actual problem. Fucking A, man. Since that early invention, white privileges have enforced the myth of racial superior, su superiority, a fact central to maintaining ruling class domination over ordinary working people of all colors throughout the history of the Atlantic world. Don't you get it? We're this fucking animal farm on repeat. That's all it is. The pigs are always more equal than the rest of the animals. Fucking A. There's only two classes. The ones who own shit and the ones who work their shit. Spanning centuries and nations, Allen's analysis takes us from the plantations of Northern Ireland and the mines of Peru to the sugar fields of Brazil and colonies of Chesapeake Bay, Virginia. His account records lives of hard-scrabble immigrant survival, Faustian bargains with white supremacy, the tragedy of human bondage, and the stubborn, unbreakable resistance to the global color line. 
Kanye West is a house slave. His fucking song, Niggas in Paris, is, 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 he, these are fake house slaves trying to act like royalty. Niggas in Paris. N-E-G-U-S. Niggas from the Ethiopian origin word. Kings in Paris. Watch the fucking throne. Bunch of fucking cowbirds pretending to be royalty. Rise up, my kings. Rise up, my kings. And take your fucking stand. If you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you're going. Stand up, my kings. Stand up and take your rightful place. Peace, fucking... (laughs) Look, when I say the word monkeys, I'm not... It's the monkey mind, okay? I take words and I take their power away. When you take the power away, it doesn't affect you anymore. Like I said, if my words offend you, you're in trouble. Peace. Monkeys, peace.